Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. of the Net Report Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Broadbent. Joining me once again is my co-host, Richie Schneiderite. So we'll have a game recap for you guys either tomorrow or Tuesday. We are joining you guys today because Rutgers received a commitment this morning from a visitor from Florida. He's a quarterback recruit out of the class of 2025. His name's Sean Ashenfelder. He plays in the Jacksonville area. Uh, he was a guy who Rutgers, I believe, recently offered. Um, he's got a pretty healthy collection of, of uh FBS offers. I think he's got close to 20. Um, so tell us a little bit about this uh, quarterback recruit that Rutgers just landed in the class of 25. Yeah, no, he's, he's interesting. So he's got, a, like you say, he's got a lot of good offers. Um, he's got like Cincy, Pittsburgh, um, what am I looking at? South Florida, Liberty, UCF, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, um, and then a bunch of other like smaller FBS schools. But uh, yeah, I, I think he's decent. It's hard to tell really because he doesn't have a lot of tape out there does have an eight minute highlight film from last year but he was playing mostly as a backup he was a, uh, I should say splitting reps with the starter last year down at creekside high school um but he he's a super athlete um and that's where it kind of leans into him being a baseball recruit he's a nine out of ten on perfect grade which is basically like rivals but for baseball recruits um i was told he has a he's able to throw up to 90 miles per hour not accurately otherwise he'd be a pitcher he's a catcher and shortstop it seems like also plays the outfield a little bit. Um, so he'd be kind of equal to like a four-star on on the baseball field. Um, but when it comes to football, his passing yards are decent. He throws he throws an okay ball. There's there's some that wobble quite a bit. There's others that look really good. Um, and then he's, he's just a super athlete. He ran 67 times last year for 350 yards and six touchdowns. This year so far, he's ran for 153 yards and four scores in three games. Um, his team doesn't seem like they're too good overall, which always is not helpful when judging a quarterback, but, uh, it's intriguing is he's definitely an intriguing kid and, and you get the kick off to 2025 class pretty quickly. And, uh, he actually was supposed to commit, uh, before the game yesterday, but his flight got delayed and he showed up literally like five to 10 minutes before kickoff. So instead of showing up about three to four hours before kickoff. So, um, yeah, this was his second visit. In a couple months, he was also on campus for the first time back in July and kind of loved it. And that was that was kind of the start of everything. And so he got the offer, and then all of a sudden, he uh, came to Rutgers again, and that was it. He committed. Yeah, he kind of <clears throat> glossed over some stats from, from last year. I'll, I'll just mm-hmm. kind of run it down. I just pulled up his max preps page. So last year, he rushed the ball 67 times for 354 yards uh, and six touchdowns. He had a 100-yard game as well. Mm-hmm. This season, through three games played, uh, he's got 40 carries for 205 yards and five touchdowns on the ground. Through the air, he's uh, thrown 30. He's thrown 80 passes, completed 34 of them. Uh, that's a 20 or 43 percent completion percentage. He's thrown for 447 yards, four touchdowns, and four picks. Um, obviously, the numbers don't really jump out at you there. Um, but the staff must see something they like, like you kind of alluded to. He's a multi-sport athlete. Uh, he's a high, 
I'd say he's a high, more highly rated uh, baseball player than football player easily. Oh, yeah. um, so you got to wonder if that's a concern uh, that he might, you know, he's legitimately like he's legitimately good enough as a baseball player that he might get drafted by the major league baseball or yeah. the major league baseball drafts in a couple of years. So you got to have a concern there. Um, and I don't know, uh, this seems like a bit of out of, out of left field um, in terms of, you know, Rutgers has a lot of momentum on the field. They have a lot of momentum in recruiting and this just kind of seems, uh, I don't know, I just kind of came out of nowhere for the first commit of the class of 2025. Um, yeah. I, I know after talking to some people in the know um, and hearing about it yesterday, um, it, it sounds like they're, a lot of people are comparing them to uh, an AJ Serace type who's like mobile, throws a pretty hard ball throws an accurate ball and makes smart decisions. Um, it's it's hard to say smart decisions when he's four and four on the year with four touchdowns and four picks. It, yep. like, I know you got to really watch the interceptions to see how bad, if they were bad throws or not. could just be a matter of his team just catching a 90-mile-per-hour fastball to the chest and just letting it bounce, kind of like yeah, what we, we saw yesterday almost at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but, yeah, I mean, he has some tools to work with, and I think that's kind of the key there. I know you said it off pod, but I'm going to say it on here. Uh, with AJ Serace coming in, with Gavin Wimsett playing a lot better, it's it's hard to see like a 2025 getting actual legitimate playing time until mm. later in the future, maybe like year three or four, at the very minimum. Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's an interesting get. He's mobile, so and like like I said, he's got some tools you can kind of work with. Um, but perfect game. Who I said before rates baseball players. They had a nine out of ten. A nine out of ten means you're a projected top ten pick, top ten round pick. And that, that's that's hard to turn down that money. So we'll see like what what happens there because he clearly loves baseball too. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine. I know Rutgers fans will instantly think you know Jawan Harris in the recent past, mm -hmm. and a guy like Pat Kiblahan played after his football eligibility had been exhausted. Um, yeah, I just don't see. I don't. I just don't see Greg allowing a uh, player to play both ways or not both ways, but play baseball and football if they're on football scholarship, especially oh, quarterback. People them play both ways. <laughs> that's, that's also true. Uh, I mean, if, if he had a Travis Hunter or something like that, would be one thing. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, you can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, no, this is a, this will be one that is kind of an incomplete grade in my opinion, because like you said, he split time as the starter last year. He's in his first full year starting this year. So I think you kind of got to wait and see how he develops on the field. They must have clearly liked what they saw. When they what, did they have they seen him in person? Do you know? Yeah, they've had they had him at a July that whatever July twenty eighth or 29th, <laughs> where they it's like not a camp, but it's like some of the top guys come and it's like a barbecue event. But they also camp okay. beforehand, and it's like hey, let's just watch you throw for a few times. Um, I also <clears> think <throat> I, I take it back. I think I said it bef incorrectly before. I think they offered him in January, and I think that's when. Uh, Someone I forget which coach went down to see him. Okay. Um, so or February, sorry, which is when they're all doing the evals for quarterbacks for the most part. But uh, he did tag Harris Simiak, so I wonder if Harris Simiak saw him because he is—he's still a pretty good recruiter. He recruits Florida sometimes, and um, it makes me wonder if Harris Simiak saw him, reached out, and was like, "Oh shit, Kirk! Hey, look at this guy." But mm -hmm. um, when was when what day was Kirk actually hired? Because that would actually make more sense why it's a Harris Simiak offer instead of a Kirk offer. Um, so we were, Kirk. I remember playing, playing that game for a while where we were waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, good question. Hold on. Great podcasting. Uh, he was hired on January 5th. 
All right, so it doesn't matter. February 3rd is when he got the offer. So it, it, the fact that he tagged Harris Simeon, like I said, kind of tells me he probably saw him first and was like, yo, Kirk, look at this guy. And that's just uh, how the ball got rolling. Yeah, so, I mean, he also picked a great game to come visit Rutgers. Obviously, anybody who was there saw it. Uh, big win for Rutgers football, 35-16 win over Virginia Tech. Um, what were some other? What, what was some of the buzz you heard from other recruits following the game yesterday? Um, real quick before I go on to that, I just got a an interesting text. He won't be playing baseball at Rutgers. He will just be playing football. Yeah. Um, also, um, just looking at, I watched his tape in the background too because I had it on repeat, and his offensive line is awful. So yeah. Well, he's used to bad offensive line play. So you know what? Hear me yeah, out. This might work be, out really well. He'll be uh, nice and prepared. And th- there's one thing about baseball players that <clears throat> oh, I guess two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, a playing quarterback that I think gives them a unique advantage. One is they're typically better at throwing off multiple platforms. And, I, and mm-hmm. what I say to that is, you know, if you watch a guy like <clears throat> Matt Stafford. You can clearly tell he played baseball. Patrick Mahomes is even a better example. Mm-hmm. The reason Pat is so good at all those angles, well, part of the reason, is because he grew up playing baseball. Like when you're playing yeah. shortstop and you have a ball that's hit towards the third base side of your glove and you have to kind of scoop it up and make a throw to first base, that requires so much athleticism and so much movement skills yeah. that you develop by playing baseball. And that, the same, they can be very translatable as a quarterback. And you see that in Pat Mahomes' game. If you watch him, I mean, he's made, he makes a few like really athletic throws like that. Um, the, other, the other thing is they know how to slide. And it seems underrated, but like if you watch a guy like Russell Wilson, every time he slides, perfect form. He's never putting his body in, in harm's way. And then if you remember when they were trying to teach Robert Griffin how to slide, how much of a disaster that was, he yeah. just kind of like crumbled. It looked like a can getting crushed mm-hmm. rather than a guy sliding. <laughs> so it's just, it's simple, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's something else that's, uh, that's beneficial from playing baseball yeah. as a quarterback. Yeah, like you wimps it, like you said, and how, it gets me nervous as shit. Anytime he runs, I'm like, oh, my God, he slid head first twice uh, oh, against goodness. the temple. And I'm against like, dude, temple, what yeah. are you doing? Like, yeah. stop. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, going back to the recruiting aspect, uh, a lot of 2024s, sounds like everyone had a pretty good time. They're all committed. They're all pretty solid. They're not going anywhere for the most part. Um, 2025s is where it got interesting because we heard about the Ashton Felder thing, and he obviously committed a, a day later, a day later than you're supposed to. Um, Sine de Graffenwright, I think I pronounced that correct. Uh, Atlantic City High School kid's been on campus a couple times now. He's a really good athlete. He's a big, bulky receiver. Um, not sure how much real deal speed he has. I saw him in seven on seven at Rutgers. I saw him at Rutgers camp. Now I saw him again yesterday. He's a legit like six one, like probably one ninety ish, one one ninety five maybe. He's a he's a big boy and uh, he's he's a really good player. He's one of the best in the state. I think he's number sixteen or seventeen for us. So he he had a really good time. And then the the one I'm really kind of not puzzled, but I'm really keeping a close eye on is uh, Michael Carroll. Michael Carroll is a Penn State legacy guy. His dad played at Penn State, but he came back to Rutgers again yesterday. And he it sounds like he really really loves Rutgers because it sounds like originally it, everyone expected him to be a complete like Penn state thing. He's, he's told people, he's told me specifically actually that Penn state's his dream school. Um, and that was before they offered. And that was at rivals camp in March. He got the Penn state offer. He's been there a couple times, went there, um, last weekend or the, the first weekend, whatever it was, September 2nd, then, uh, went to Rutgers September 3rd, then went to Rutgers again, uh, September 16th. So it's, it sounds like Rutgers might be able to 
pull this one off a little bit. It's it's a little more realistic than it was previously, so I would definitely keep a close eye on that. Um, I know he has, I forget if it's his head coach or a former head coach or assistant coach or someone that was he worked with previously is now at Rutgers, and I, I can't figure out the name of the, co- of the coach. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think Rutgers has a legitimate shot here. Yeah, no, that's a, a big-time recruit. Um, they had a pretty sizable recruit list yesterday, both in terms mm-hmm. of basketball and football. Um, so you, I'm sure we'll hear more and more about that. Um, oh, Brandon Stores was on campus. Forgot about Brandon Stores was on campus. Jalen Harrell was on campus. <clears throat> top 100 players in their respective classes. Or was was Harrell only a one-day trip? Yeah, Harrell was a one-day trip. Okay. I, I just talked to him yesterday. Um, I'm trying to see if I could find this. So he's uh, definitely considering Rutgers. He has an NIL agent, though, so it's it's going to play mm-hmm. a little bit of a factor. I don't know how much he's looking for or how, how it's going to work or anything like that. Um. But yeah, he went to went to Rutgers, and then he was at the Made Hoops camp yesterday. Uh, visit went amazing, blah blah blah. What stood out was how they made me a priority. One one thing that was interesting to me that he that he told me, he uh, he goes, they just told me that they want to make sure no matter what I get a degree at the next at the college level. It doesn't matter hmm. if I go there or not. And I was like, all right, that's that's a good a good little uh, pitch from Pike there. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> Offered him scholarship. Uh, Rutgers, Providence, and Xavier are the ones after him the hardest currently. He's also talking with uh, Boston College and Wake Forest and Alabama, so keep an eye on those three. Uh, Alabama would be the one that worries me the most because they obviously do have a significant NIL program, um, and it's not just for football. I know a lot of people might speculate that, but hell, they might Mm -hmm. have a better basketball program now because Nick Saban looks defeated. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. I could not believe how much they struggled against USF this past weekend. That's, but that's yeah. I, I, I guess I, I think I said it in the article. Wins a, in the Rutgers article. Wins a win, but I yeah. don't know if you're Bama and only beating them seventeen three. That's that's not really a win. A lot of the top teams struggled this past weekend. You look yeah. at Georgia; they were you know almost a thirty point home favorite against <laughs> South Carolina, and they you know that was a game South Carolina was winning fourteen to three at halftime. Mm-hmm. You look at Michigan; Michigan was. You know, it was a 7-6 game for a lot of the first half against Bowling Green. You know, J.J. McCarthy looks like he got banged up and he threw three interceptions. Florida State only won at Boston College by two. They were a 28-point favorite, too. Yeah, that's a bad one. Ohio State took care of business, but, uh, you know, Penn State struggled for a while, too. I know Mm -hmm. you were really high on them. They ended up covering, so, you know, any team that covers is a a beautiful – Beautiful little child, like Rutgers is going three and zero against the spread this year, so you love yeah. to see it. Um, Michigan State, though, man, are, are, beat are they are, are they like at the the start of the the collapse of their season? They're two and one, so it was their first loss, but they lost at home by thirty four points. Not mind you, it was to the eighth ranked team in the country in Washington. Okay. But Michael Penix Jr. looks like he's been. <clears throat> yeah, kid, kids a stud. He's in the Heisman talk now. Yeah, um, trying to look and see if he's played Indiana previously. I don't think he has. Or not Indiana, um, Michigan State. I meant yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was at Indiana. Duh. Um, yeah, dude, they're in the Big Ten East. Yeah, every it seems like every time he's played them, like three twenty, two touchdowns, twenty four nothing. Um, yep. Like he, uh, two eighty, three touchdowns. They lost forty to thirty one. But man, the man puts up numbers against Michigan State. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they seem like they're in complete turmoil. And I said it last night. Um, 
I don't really know if Mel Tucker will be back by then because it sounds like he's everything was consensual, but I'm not getting into that really that much. It's just maybe he's back by homecoming, but Rutgers couldn't have picked a better homecoming game. <laughs> I know. Um, we'll have a full breakdown of the game. Um, like I said, probably tomorrow if I had to guess, right, Rich? Uh, yeah, tomorrow <clears throat> would be the better bet. Uh, Tuesday, I uh, have a golf outing, so God, I can't miss Got that. It. All right, so stay tuned to your podcast feeds. I know we released late last night the live uh, post-game show, which is kind of just like off the cuff. Mm-hmm. And the recap is more of like, okay, we rewatched the film. We kind of read some articles. Here's here's what we think of things. Um, yeah. So we'll have more on the game. I, have, I hope my voice comes back by the time uh, <laughs> tomorrow rolls around too. Because Young I was, fans, uh, man. <clears throat> a lot of, yeah, I was, I was in the stands yesterday for the first time this season. Uh, great win. Great time. But yeah, the, the Big Ten went one four against ACC schools <clears throat> yesterday? yesterday. Yeah, I know Syracuse beat Purdue mm-hmm. um, on Friday. Maryland beat Virginia. Who else? Oh, so who someone, else someone said one and four. They're wrong then. Mm-hmm. Unless they meant yesterday specifically. Maybe they meant yesterday specifically. Um, Florida. No, where am I looking? Uh, North Carolina beat Minnesota. Beat the shit out of them. Um, Duke beat Northwestern. Louisville beat Indiana. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, Rutgers, the lone uh, lone Big Ten victory in ACC, who uh, I believe I called trash conference last week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. They're not great. But uh, if you look at those matchups, like North Carolina's ranked. Duke's <clears throat> ranked. Yeah, Minnesota should have been closer, I thought, though. Indiana's terrible. And uh, Purdue is hit or miss. Yeah, I don't, miss. I don't understand their team. See, now that's the thing, right? Rutgers' schedule, they got kind of screwed with the Big Ten West this year. Yep. You could have got Purdue on a down year. You could have got um, – who's the other one over there? Minnesota, I, I would have took over mm-hmm. Iowa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's uh, definitely, but um, I said it last night. I'll say it again, too. I, I, I do think they're they're pretty damn close to getting a bowl game. Yeah, you took care of business the first three weeks. Three games you had to have. That's three games that we circled on the schedule. And, you know, Jerry DiNardo called them matchup games. I called mm-hmm. them winnable games. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Whatever. Um, but I believe at this point, Rutgers, according to ESPN's, like, matchup predictions or whatever, is uh, mm-hmm. proje- projected to go over six wins this year for the first time. I know oh, they're very close. Finally. Well, I just mean like we had like a seventy percent chance of winning, sixty-five to seventy percent chance of winning this mm-hmm. game, according to that. And now that's just marked up as a full win. So uh, it was at like five point nine six wins, which yeah, whatever. It should be six though. It's, this is a great news for Rutgers, and like, like you said, Michigan struggled. So I, I, I'm not gonna say they might beat them, but you never know. Yep, I haven't been able to independently verify this, but somebody posted on Twitter that Rutgers has opened as a twenty and a half point dog to Michigan. Really? See, I was thinking more like I said fourteen to start yesterday, and then I re- we were, yeah, went back on that, and I was like, no, 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 it's going to be like seventeen, eighteen. I just, especially after their struggles last week or last night for Michigan. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, and I said this last week. If Rutgers is a twenty-plus point dog, I'm going to be betting them against Michigan. My stance has only been uh, strengthened on that based on uh, how Michigan played yesterday 
And I, I, I again, we're, <laughs> we'll have a full breakdown, but I don't think Ruck, I think Rutgers played by far its worst game of the season on Saturday, and he still won by almost twenty. Um, yeah, and that's that's all it needs. That's all, a win's a win, but it was definitely not a pretty one. Um, couldn't throw the ball for <laughs> yeah. shit, but it seems like neither can Michigan. So, yep. Who knows? I don't see the spread anywhere. I don't know where people are getting at already. Um, again, I haven't been able to find it independently verify it, but our uh, um, I'm looking at all the major sports books at least. I don't have the only one I don't have is Bet Rivers, but uh. Yeah, no, it's not on Vegas Insider. It's not on Odd Shark or anything like that. But uh, for some reason, Odd Shark gives me issues. I can't get on. It says like unavailable access denied. I don't know. Hmm. Not authorized to access Odd Shark currently. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, whenever spread comes out, you'll see it on our Instagram, our Twitter, our um, message board, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm trying to think what else. That's really it, right? <clears throat> yeah, I think that's basically all we got here. Um, Ooh, if you're a Rutgers student and you're listening to this, I got a deal mm-hmm. for you, buddy. Um, $15 for the entire year for the night report. I got to discount it for strictly Rutgers students. All you have to do is email me at R-U-R-I-C-H-I-E, R-U-R-I-C-H-I-E, at gmail.com. You just email me um, your via your .edu account, and I'll send you back a promo code. If you want to share it amongst students, great. If you want to share it amongst other people, I'm going to be pissed off and I'm going to find out. Um, well, actually, I'll be honest. I don't really care. But uh, my boss kind of cares. So don't get me in trouble. But, uh, yeah, just hit me up and I'll get, I'll give you a $15 promo code for the year and you can join the message board that goes crazy over just about everything. <laughs> yeah, I was popping off yesterday. Um, and I, it's, It always is more buzzy around road games because people aren't uh, at the game itself. So there's a mm-hmm. lot more action. So you're going to want to get in for next week oh, uh, yeah. for the lead up. Cause we also have some recruit reactions to the game that we'll have filed They'll up. Come up shortly. Yep. And you'll have uh, Intel on all the latest basketball recruiting information because mm-hmm. a lot of that's going to be bubbling up because we had, you know, the number 72 recruit in the country, the number yeah. 46 recruit in the country. We got visits getting scheduled later this, this football season as well. So you're going to need to be a part of the action. And there's nowhere, nowhere you're going to get that information better than the night report. So that's a fact. I heard other out. people talking about us in the press box yesterday. I thought that was interesting. Oh yeah. What'd you yeah. hear? I'm not going to say specific names of who said like fucking rivals, fucking rivals. Like, Oh, Oh baby. Oh I don't think I was supposed to hear that one. <laughs> oh man. I couldn't take a guess, but yeah, I anyway. hate to see it. I actually I love to see, see it. it. <laughs> Oh, All right, God. guys. Well, thank you once again for listening. Um, take advantage of that promo code if you're a student. Hit up Richie. Uh, but for everybody at home, have a great victory Sunday. Enjoy the NFL action today. This has been another edition of Go the Giants. Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.